Hey there, I'm Paulina Cameron, CEO of the Forum for Women Entrepreneurs. We educate, mentor, energize, and connect women entrepreneurs across Canada to be wildly successful, promoting strong economies and thriving communities. To learn more about our programs, visit us at fwe.ca. I am also thrilled to be your host for FWE's podcast, The Go-To, for entrepreneurs in the know, powered by Scotiabank. I interview inspiring guests who will share their journey of their business success and provide crucial pieces of advice that you can use to move your business forward today. This season, we're covering everything from branding to financials, sales, and organizational culture. As you listen to the season, ask yourself how you can use these learnings to take your business forward. Let's dive in. Financials and knowing your numbers is something that our next guest is very passionate about. She provides audit, tax, and advisory services to entrepreneurs in a variety of industries, such as retail, real estate, and technology companies, and a variety of nonprofit organizations. She understands firsthand what entrepreneurs face day-to-day as she played an integral role in launching, operating, and eventually selling a family business. Joining me in studio today is the incredible Brandy Wingrove, partner at KPMG Enterprise and recovering entrepreneur. Brandy is also a longtime member of the board of FWE and a speaker for our E-Series program. Welcome to the go-to, Brandy. Thank you, Paulina. I'm so excited to be here today. So we've been asking our guests and entrepreneurs in our community what keeps them up at night. And basically, the answer unanimously is some version of financials or money. Mm-hmm. Your practice allows you to work with entrepreneurs every day. And as an entrepreneur, you've certainly experienced it. Do you hear the same sentiment? I certainly do, Paulina. Uh, the challenge that entrepreneurs face is that, you know, every day they have to wear so many different hats and their time is just so limited. So when you have mm-hmm. limited time, you're more apt to do the tasks that are either more urgent mm. or more suited to your skill set. Mm-hmm. So let's be honest, we all proca- procrastinate the <laughs> things that we are less comfortable in doing. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it is the term financials that really intimidates entrepreneurs. But I think if you start to ask for some help and better understand what that really means and what you should be looking at, I think it might be a lot less daunting and, and probably more valuable to the entrepreneur as well. So you've run your own business, so you have a unique perspective of really understanding the clients that are living their life as the entrepreneur and the ups and downs of that um, with so many moving pieces and priorities. What are the key tools and resources that you've used in the past yourself or that you recommend to clients so that they can know their numbers and become more comfortable, not just knowing what the information is, but really getting the insights and understanding what they're looking at? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a really good question, Paulina. I think one thing, there's, there's, I don't know, a few different points that I want to make here. I think the first thing is never just look at your financial statements at a point in time. Mm. Because although that will give you like a report card in your business at a particular time, it's very important to compare this either the same periods, either quarter to quarter or six months to six months. Um, annually can be a little long, so you definitely want to be looking at things a little more regularly. And you want to be able to compare how you did 
period to period to be able to identify trends. Mm -hmm. Some of them can be very positive decisions that you've made in businesses, for example, where you've increased price pricing on your product mm -hmm. and you're going to see your gross margin growing up period over period over period. Mm -hmm. um, but it will also tell you stories where maybe you're not making the right decision. So maybe your margins really aren't mm -hmm. as good as they should be and they're not covering all the other fixed costs uh, that come below the line. So make sure that you're looking at your financial statements and comparing it to periods, uh, same periods um, for, for multiple periods in order to identify trends. Another tip I would say is to always prepare budgets and forecasts. You need to set goals on where you want to be in the business in the next year perhaps one to three years. And with a budget or a forecast in place, you can measure how you're doing against that budget. And if you aren't making budget and you are monitoring this, then you're better able to determine how to correct your course. So if we imagine an entrepreneur that's just starting out and you know, say they're sitting on in the camp of, my business is good, but don't ask me about the numbers. I don't want to deal with that. How can they think about getting help? Like, what can they set themselves up with? Do they need to have the answers? Are there systems or softwares or people? How can they wrap their minds around approaching all this earlier on so that they set themselves up for success? So with entrepreneurs, although you need to be able to understand the numbers, look at the key things to help you measure your business and, and be able to make you make better timely decisions, it's not always your area of expertise. So I recommend that you ask for help. Can you explain so that entrepreneurs really get it? What's the difference between a bookkeeper and accountant? And when would you use either? So a bookkeeper is somebody that you would hire to come in on a more regular basis to really do your record keeping in your business that captures all the transactions that go on in your day-to-day -day business. They don't they're not always qualified accountants. Uh, they can just be trained in accounting and are able to capture those transactions accurately uh, and timely. An accountant or an external accountant is someone who would come in and help you with your annual financial statements, your compliance, maybe your tax compliance work, and generally is a CPA or a qualified accountant and could also help you sit down and provide more advice around your numbers, giving you um, some resources around being able to prepare budgets and cash flow forecasts. And there is also out there that is quite helpful our CFO for hire mm. that can come into your business where you, you, know, you may not be big enough where you can't afford a full-time CFO, mm -hmm. but you still need someone to help you understand the numbers and understand it to help you with your business strategy. And so I would also suggest that you look into maybe on an hourly basis, you could have them come in for a couple of hours a month, go over your KPIs, look at your financials with you and help explain mm -hmm. what's happened and maybe help you with forecasting into the future. And that makes sense too for in a position when you're looking to grow. I mean, flying by the seat of your pants is tricky if you aren't, if you don't have that foundation either. So how do you imagine growing if you don't know? That's right. It's really important to know where you are today. And we talked about it a little earlier on budgeting and forecasting and being able to predict in the future. And you're not necessarily going to always have the cash available in the business today. And so what's important is to understand that you can take on debt. 
And debt can be very healthy if you're looking at using it to help you grow the business. But what's important is that you are looking at your numbers. You do understand your balance sheet. You talked about that at the beginning on how a lot of entrepreneurs shy away from the balance sheet because they don't know exactly what it's telling you. But the balance sheet will really help you understand how much debt you can really take on in the business and really what you are you can afford in terms of liquidity to be able to help fund future growth. That was so insightful, Brandy. Thank you. So for those who want to find you online and get a hold of you and maybe ask you what retained earnings are, how can they do that? (laughs) They can either get me on LinkedIn, which is uh, Brandy Wingrove, or you can get me on Twitter, which is hashtag Wingrove Brandy. And you can reach me on email, which is bwingrove at kpmg.ca. That is very generous of you, Brandy. Thank you so very much for sharing your insights into the importance of knowing and understanding your numbers. Thank you. Thanks for having me. We're going to take a quick pause before we hear from our next guest. The go-to for entrepreneurs in the know is the outcome of a collaboration between FWE and the Scotiabank Women Initiative. Let's take a moment to hear from our generous sponsor. Hello, I'm Alita Pellegrino, Vice President of Credit Adjudication at Scotiabank. I'm also on the advisory board for the Scotiabank Women Initiative, which has a mandate to help close the funding gap for women-led businesses. As business owners, you are all masters at your trade, and understanding your finances is a critical factor to long-term success. When considering a loan application, Scotiabank needs to understand your cash flow and financial position to determine if you have the ability to repay the new debt request, along with your existing debt obligations. First, what's the purpose of the request? For a term loan for equipment or other assets, that's straightforward. But if it's for a line of credit to support working capital, we assess the level of receivables and inventory relative to the size of the request. A good rule for line of credit size is equal to two to three months sales, depending on the length of your sales cycle. We also consider inventory and ability to use inventory to support the line of credit. For cash flow and debt repayment from your balance sheet, are your short-term liabilities lower than your short-term assets? How much long-term debt exists? And what about your income statement? Does it show a profit? What is your debt service capacity? And were there any extraordinary expenses this year that need to be explained? My last bit of advice, leverage your suppliers as a source of cash flow and stretch payments up to 60 days. And at the same time, collect your receivables as quickly as possible. Also, ask your accountant to produce a statement of cash flows along with the financial statement and get counsel throughout the year. And lastly, confide in your banker and talk about your business plan. For more info on our program, go to scotiabankwomeninitiative.com. Wishing you much success. Thanks for having me on the podcast, Paulina. Thank you so much for all of your support. To learn more, please visit scotiabankwomeninitiative.com. Let's get back into the studio. Joining me by phone from Toronto today is Kirin Chambers-Saini, co-founder of Diva Cup, a menstrual cup company that removes the need for tampons and pads, preventing tons of waste from ending up in the landfill. Kareen, you and your co-founder, your mother Francine, founded Diva Cup in 2003 in the very same way that so many other businesses have been founded, in the basement. Fast forward to 2019 and Diva Cup earns well over 30 million annually. 
Diva International, your parent company, has been listed on the top 500 list of fastest growing Canadian businesses, and you've created over 300 jobs. You've also recently been named a finalist for the RBC Women Entrepreneurs Trailblazer Award. Congratulations and welcome to the go to, Kareen. Thank you so much. So, Kareen, you've had such a phenomenal business trajectory in creating a whole new industry and product. And in that transition from an early stage business where you're ordering, packing, shipping and doing it all to the next stage where there might be more control, some more processes in place, some systems. When did you realize that you needed to get serious about managing your numbers to support your growth? And what steps did you take? Did you hire a bookkeeper or start a spreadsheet? So pretty early on, we we used to do everything ourselves, and uh, my mom, Francine, was in charge of the accounting, and we actually used an old-school kind of black ledger book to to manage all the inventory and numbers, and um, it it probably took, I would say, once we hit about two, three million that we started realizing, okay, we need some more processes, and then by that point, we brought in a bookkeeper, and uh, when we hit 10, I would say about 6 or $7 million, that's when we actually brought in kind of a full-time accounting person into the company. And now today we have a, a full, we recently, three years ago, went to a full ERP system, which is helps us manage all of our accounting. We use NetSuite. And we also have recently brought in a controller and a CFO to help manage all the numbers. So you've really been able to see through those stages. And so as you grew at that rapid speed and achieved those milestones, what were some of the ongoing tools and systems that you used to be ahead of the game when it came to identifying any red flags or really knowing the health of your business? It's definitely really important to use processes and tools to manage all of this. From an operations standpoint, we have been very fortunate to have some incredible people, namely uh, one woman who's now grown into our VP of operations, Roxanne Law. She's helped us over the last eight years to really put those processes in place from uh, inventory management, from supply chain management, and uh, the accounting, all the accounting processes to make sure that that we're on top of it because we have actually run into some challenges especially when we launched into the mass market and we started dealing with Walmart and CVS and Shoppers Drug Mart and all these accounts that we we were realizing that the inventory management was was very challenging so mm-hmm. we have currently put in many processes in place that help manage those systems And it makes sense that you're combining, I mean, the systems and both the people to support it. So as you said, your VPs or your controller. So when we talk about the systems, which specific ones have been most valuable to you as you've grown? Specifically, when we actually put the ERP system in, we decided to go with NetSuite. That was the most critical change that's helped us get a good handle on the inventory. Up to that point, everything was done with spreadsheets and Mm -hmm. manually. And so putting putting an actual proper inventory module that's integrated with our accounting system gives us real-time information and data 
that helps us do a lot more demand planning and making sure that we can meet the demands of our customers. Mm-hmm. And actually then build your business knowing what you're trying to look forward to and know that foundation. So important. Absolutely. So for an entrepreneur who, you know, is maybe thinking, I kind of know my business, but I'm actually terrible at math. So don't ask me about my numbers. What is the one thing of one, one thing you would recommend for them or one piece of advice you would have for them? I think we all have our strengths and I'm not a strong math, math person. I'm more on the creative side and, and marketing just gets me super excited and numbers don't get me super excited, but the numbers are so important to your business. And I think just sitting with, with someone that can really explain it in plain language and it's important to have those basic the basic understanding how to read your balance sheets and income statements and the key kind of ratios and things that you need to look for as, as a leader and a manager to make sure that your business is healthy and frequently as well. Uh, we, we review everything, you know, weekly, biweekly and monthly at different levels. And I think that's really important to just have, have that quick handle. You don't need to know how to do everything but make sure you know where the health is of your business in the numbers. Mm -hmm. That's exactly true. And our previous guest, Brandy, really spoke to that too, of kind of reviewing things on a regular basis with the right support. And you're so right. I mean, so many entrepreneurs will sometimes think that they need to have all of the answers or do it all on their own, but it's truly about understanding your strengths and then surrounding yourself with the people and the tools that you need to supplement that. Absolutely. We have... We have definitely done that and without our team and without putting those those people and processes in place, we would definitely not be where we are today. And where you are today is so inspiring, Kareen. I mean, you've created a whole new product and a market. It's quite incredible. So for those who want to continue to be inspired and learn more about the work that you do, where can they find you online? Well, you can find our company website at divacup.com and you can find us on social, on Facebook and Instagram at Cup. And you can also find my personal Instagram account at caring.chambers.sameny or um, on LinkedIn as well. Incredible. Thank you so much, Kareen, for sharing your story, lessons and energy with us. Thank you so much for having me. Well, that's a wrap. A big thank you to Brandy and Kirin for joining us today. We would also like to thank everyone who has helped make the go-to a reality. From the incredible team at FWE who worked on all of the logistics, to Self-Hired, our amazing production team, to Hummingbird Translations, who are translating our podcast so you can also listen in French, and of course, to Scotiabank Women Initiative, our generous sponsor for this FWE podcast. You can learn more at their website at scotiabankwomeninitiative.com. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to listen to the rest of season one. You can find all of the resources our guests mention on our website at fwe.ca. We know it takes a village to build a business, so share your learnings on Instagram at fwecanada to help other entrepreneurs become wildly successful. See you next time.